Well, another day closer to Sixers training camp and the Ben Simmons situation remains unresolved, evidently, as he is still a member of this team. Today, his trainer and good old buddy Chris Johnson puts out yet another troll offseason jump shot video to piss off us Sixers fans. And in other news, after Sixers great Charles Barkley ripped into Ben Simmons yesterday for his trade request, you will not believe who is mocking him today. And finally, I want to give my updated thoughts and feelings to this entire situation, look at the Sixers timetable moving forward, and really tell you guys what I would do if I was the Sixers at this point in time. We have a lot to get into, so let's talk about it. Perfect. 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 What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome back on Into Philly Take with RB, where we constantly talk Philadelphia sports every day. You know what to do. Drop a like on the video, sub to the channel if you're new, and ring the bell so you get all the notifications right away anytime we drop some content. Be sure to check out the merch store and consider becoming a channel member. All links are down below in the description. All right, let's get into it. So, as we have been doing the past few days, we will start with a bit of NBA news. Just a little while ago, it was announced that the Brooklyn Nets are trading DeAndre Jordan and four future second-round picks and $5.78 million, what a weird number, to the Detroit Pistons in exchange for Jalil Okafor and Sekou Dumboya per Woj. And as you can see on the bottom, I also just saw recently uh, the Pistons will buy out DeAndre Jordan and he will be free to sign with anybody. And guess who? The Los Angeles Lakers appear to be the favorite. Now, I think it's absolutely hysterical that the Nets have to give up four uh, second-round picks to get rid of DeAndre Jordan, $5 million. Um, and in return, they get Sixers legend Jalil Okafor, right? But no, in, in all honesty, these are two guys that might not even touch the court for the Brooklyn Nets, and they had to give all of that up to get DeAndre Jordan off. But, you know, the Nets didn't want to keep him. They didn't want to retain him, so they ended up getting him off. And at the same time, the L.A. Lakers are going to add another piece. And, and all I have to say is, when the heck is Adam Silver going to step in and stop this BS, man? I mean, the Lakers, look at their guys 11 through 15 on their roster. And it's unbelievable. These guys are just doing whatever they want. Sam Hinkie was exiled for tanking, yet uh, Sam Presti can come out here and do whatever he wants. The Lakers can literally sign every free agent. Breaking news. If you are a free agent out there or not even in the NBA, but you have a last name, the Lakers are interested in signing you before the offseason ends. And the Brooklyn Nets end up clearing DeAndre Jordan's cat, uh, contract. And, you know, they bring in a couple other players that could end up trying. You know, I'm hot take right now. Jalil Okafor will play against the Sixers and have, like, some big play or some big game this year. That's my hot take. I can see it happening already. But look, man, it's just very frustrating. But anyway, you know, we'll see what happens. I, I don't know. I, I just don't know how the Lakers have signed everybody at this point. In other news, Ben Simmons was being openly mocked, not by an NBA TV station, not by ESPN, not by a Philly fan, by Fox News Philadelphia. I mean, this is just getting so out of hand. It, it's almost funny. at the, it's You ever had something that's just sickly funny? You know, like, it's just so messed up. You're just like, like... How did we get to this situation, man? How did we get to this point? All we asked was you, for you to shoot a basketball and, and you know, you, you make it public, you want out, and now we have local news stations clowning you. I just can't even believe this. Here's the clip today from Ben Simmons being clowned by Fox News. Uh, by the way, uh, let's switch gears here. We just got in footage of Ben Simmons 
leaving hastily out of Philadelphia. Let's take a look at this. <laughs> So first and foremost, man, uh, I hope everybody is safe out there. The weather was insane a few days ago, uh, tornadoes everywhere, um, and, I, and I hope everybody is well. And quite honestly, I can't believe that Fox News actually did that. Um, at the end of the day, is it pretty funny? Yeah. I mean, you have Fox News mocking Ben Simmons. I, I can't believe it's gotten to this point, you know, and I feel like at this point we're all just frustrated, man. We're just sick. We want this to be done, um, and, and it's just crazy. It's just every single day now. And going even further, Chris Johnson puts out another gem, right? Here's Ben Simmons chopping it from deep, right? And, and you know, like I said in the, the last time, I didn't want anybody to send me these anymore. But you know what? It, you know, the first thing I see when I open Twitter is this because everybody loves to talk about it. They're not playing any defense. I mean, they're guarding them, you know, out on the perimeter. It makes no sense. That first clip was when the uh, the clock was running down. So, again, only fools will be fooled by this crap. But you know what? It's just getting so frustrating. It, it just makes me openly sick to my stomach, um, knowing that he will not do any of this in the game, knowing what could be, but he just chooses not to. But add another one to the collection, ladies and gentlemen. Add another one to the Ben Simmons archives that will not be here by the time the season comes. I just, I don't know, man. And Chris Johnson continues to hype him up. I'm just so frustrated with it at this point. Um, I'm not even going to talk about it anymore, though. It's just, it's a waste of energy, you know. But anyway, getting into what actually concerns me here, and that is the Sixers timetable moving forward. We know, right, Ben Simmons has a bit of leverage because, you know, they made this public. They they were being petty, and they didn't really work with the Sixers here. And Rich Paul, you know, he wants to bring his guys where he wants to go. But on the other hand, the Sixers have leverage as well. Because although these soft athletes nowadays, you know, are trying to run the league and a lot of them have been successful, the Sixers evidently have to make the paychecks out to Ben Simmons. And, you know, like a lot of people are saying, like Ben Ben loves his money. He loves his mansions. He loves his new cars and motorcycles and uh, fireplaces and all that good stuff. So, you know, it's either don't come to camp and don't get paid or, you know, we'll see what happens. But at this point, man, I, I really don't even care what Ben Simmons thinks. Um the Sixers are in a bad situation, and, you know, it's not like they can wait on this much longer. And that, that's kind of what I think, you know, there's a lot of different perspectives, and I appreciate everybody's. I don't think the Sixers can bring Ben Simmons back. You know, it, we just know it's not going to be repaired. Other teams are going to see that. And, you know, it's this whole situation is getting messy, and I feel like day by day, you know, with other people talking about it and it coming to light, like us Philly fans knew it would, you know, eventually get like this. But for the national media to now be bringing this up, every executive has their eyes on this. And, you know, it's just going to get worse and worse. And obviously right now the pipe dream, Damian Lillard, for some reason, I don't know what's wrong with the guy, but he does not want to leave Portland. He would like to go back and lose 57 games next year. So, you know, maybe he requests out a month or two into the season. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know what's going to happen. And don't misconstrue what I'm saying here. If Damian Lillard becomes available, that you push all the chips into the middle of the table, you get it done. If you're Daryl Morey, you do what you have to do. Obviously, all these other teams didn't want to bank on that. They didn't wait. The Sixers did, and now we're in a bad situation. Uh, but, you know, if Dame were to become available, say, during camp or something, I truly believe it would, you know, it would be X, Y, and Z teams are available in Dame Lillard, the Sixers being one of the top three. Now, if that was the case and Daryl still did not get it done, 
honestly, I mean, I would think about firing him at that point because he has missed a few significant moves, and, you know, the eyes are all on Daryl. You know, he's drawing a thin line now. But anyway, um, shout out to my guys, Romp and Steven. They have a great Sixers channel. They're good friends of mine. We, we talk outside of YouTube. And, uh, you know, I was talking to them the other day, and then I was watching their video, and, you know, Romp and Steven both made great points. You know, Romp said... Why can't we build around Joel Embiid in terms of our offense? We saw Doc Rivers come in and instill this system, right? We haven't tried it. Joel Embiid has never played with a pure point guard. And then Steven also made a good point saying, like, you know, we were so close this past offseason with essentially one of our players not even playing on the offensive side of the ball. Like, we were playing four on five, and we were maybe a few plays from going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Years ago against Toronto, we were a lucky bounce away from going into overtime and maybe going to the Eastern Conference Finals, and that's without one of our players essentially playing offense. You know, and then I started to think to myself and do my own kind of, you know, thinking and stuff. And if I'm not mistaken, the Denver Nuggets this past season – were a sleeper team, right? Like, they were pretty loaded with ammunition. We thought that they could make some noise in the Western Conference. And I know it's, you know, a little bit different. Jokic isn't a guy that that backs down to the basket like Joel Embiid does. He likes to pass out of the post and create. But, you know, their offense is pretty much centered around uh, Jokic. And I know they have Jamal Murray, and when he went down, all the expectations went away. But we were thinking at some point that the Nuggets were a team that could go far in the playoffs. And, and we saw them a couple years ago make some noise. So you know what? With the dominance and the greatness of Joel Embiid, at this point, guys, I'm almost thinking, let's try it. You know? It's not really settling. It's just making the the best use of your time right now because Ben Simmons is petty and he's a lot of other things that I can't say right now. But, you know, I, I don't want this to get to a point where we go to camp because I don't think when we get to camp, all these teams are just going to drop everything and say, all right, well, well, we'll take Ben Simmons now. I don't think he has that much, you know, interest and in pull as a player um, and, and I just don't see that happening. So I, th I think, honestly, at this point, if I'm the Philadelphia 76ers, I take what I can get right now, and I still think we can get an, a pretty decent starter, but not just a decent starter, but one that will fit our team better. Go get me a D'Angelo Russell and a Malik Beasley, you know? People, you know, the concerns about D'Lo with the injury uh, bug are fine, you know, but when this guy's healthy, he's a heck of a, a point guard, and he's great in the pick and roll, and he can shoot upwards of 40% from three, and he's just going to make plays. He'll give you 20, 22 a night, some nights 23, some nights 29. He's that type of player, right? Or go get me a C.J. McCollum, right? How about C.J.? A lot of people have been talking about this. I brought it up after the Damian Lillard-Ben Simmons post yesterday. C.J. McCollum can also shoot upwards of 38 to 40% from three. He can handle the ball. I've always liked C.J. He was a guy I wanted the Sixers to look into a year and a half ago. And you know what? It's hard to really have that spotlight when you're playing alongside Dame Lillard. And, and you know, C.J. McCollum has had some pretty good playoff games. There's been others where he hasn't, and I know he's not as good of a defender. But you know what? A backcourt of C.J. and Tyrese, a backcourt of D'Lo and Tyrese, even Malcolm Brogdon, we laughed at that trade. Look at where that's at now. You know what I mean? Malcolm Brogdon, Tyrese Maxey. You know, you're, you're worried about the defense. Go get Malcolm Brogdon then. He's a great two-way guard who can also knock down shots and handle the ball. More of a traditional point guard, right? We have Matisse Thibel, who's honestly as good of a defender as Ben Simmons almost. I mean, he hasn't had the, the minutes to prove it yet, but, you know, in what we see from Matisse in 20 minutes, he'll rack up five steals and three blocks. The kid's very special. I don't think we're going to lose that element too much. And, um, you know, at this point, I just want to make our team a better fit. 
Yes, we may take a step back in the short term, but at the end of the day, you know, I would honestly start to cater to the idea that even if, you know, we don't move, uh, make a move for Dame Lillard right now, maybe we can build Tyrese Maxey up even more than he is right now and send, you know, a package of him and, and some picks and someone else and maybe go get Dame Lillard later on in the season because honestly, is the pull for that ben, is is the pull for Ben Simmons that strong right now? I don't know if I can say that. But at the end of the day, those are just my thoughts. I would love to hear from you. Give me all your thoughts and opinions down below in the comments section. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. And like always, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And I will catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.